Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man. All right. I better start here because if some of you are, are the types that listen to our podcast, and a lot of you, most of you listen to the show live. Of course, we're live at 6.06 in the morning here, Monday, February 26th with Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. But, but if you're one of those who likes to download the podcast and then listen to the podcast one after another, I know like, for example, Tim and Savage, man, if he's, he's in meetings or, you know, stuck, has, has to make a trip to Helena or something like that. Uh, he'll just download, download, download. And thank you very much for doing that, by the way, Tim, because it's great to get your feedback after the after the show. Uh, he'll download the episodes, and then while he's making the drive back home, he can he can listen th- uh, to the whole show there in, in one fell uh, swoop. But uh, but if you were one of those who was listening to the podcast in one fell swoop, we we talked a lot about this uh, this Google Gemini uh, their their AI program. You know, kind of like Google's version of ChatGPT. Just what a joke this whole thing was. What a woke joke this whole thing was. How it didn't matter who you uh, who you tried to AI search whatever on this Google Gemini thing. And David Noble was the first one to tell us about this on Thursday morning on this show. And then on, on Friday morning during our statewide show, I thought, you know what? I want to share a little bit of what David Noble had to say. And then uh, get get reactions from folks across the state. And so, so on Friday's show, we we were talking a little bit more about that. And I had joked that uh, you know if I sent in the uh, the search term for Google Gemini, hey Google Gemini, show me a really good singer slash uh, state senator from Scobie, Montana. And oh, now Google's trying to tell me something on my phone here. <laughs> so there you go; they're always listening. And so anyway, um, so whoa, whoa why did pull up Randy Watson? No, it should have pulled up John Brendan, but instead it pulled up Randy Watson, you know, from Sexual Chocolate. But anyway, this is actually really funny. I, I first saw this uh, from Not the Bee. Uh, the Babylon Bee has another website uh, called Not the Bee, and uh, anyway, uh, they said this Google Gemini. Show me a picture of Hunter Biden, and instead it was uh, it was Dave Chappelle. Remember when he's got the white lips and he's scratching his neck? Uh, Dave Chappelle when he was playing the crack addict on his uh, Chappelle show. Google Gemini, show me a picture of Hunter Biden. Anyway, that was uh, hilarious. Donald Trump Jr. ended up sharing that one later as well. Okay. I think we have a winner of the woke Olympics. I, I think we can now hand out the gold medal. For the Woke Olympics, uh, the Associated Press. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Uh, I saw this uh, via X over the weekend as well. Chris Averill uh, out of Helena, Montana, shared this. Yeah, the AP is going for the world record. The Associated Press is going for the world record. One of the other headlines you just heard in the Fox News update at the top of the hour is this tragic uh, story of a college student in Georgia murdered by an illegal alien but the associated press no 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 this isn't a story about illegal immigration this is just a story about about women who go jogging i guess the ap knows what a woman is now too securing america the debate over usa to ukraine continues national security advisor jake sullivan addressed the situation on fox news sunday There is not a shortage of bravery or courage on the part of the Ukrainians. Right now, there's a shortage of bullets. Sullivan called for the House to pass the foreign aid bill passed by the Senate. 
and shot down criticisms that additional aid for Ukraine would further deplete U.S. stockpiles. It contains substantial resources to enhance the production capacity of our defense industrial base so that we can build munitions not just for Ukraine, but also to make sure that the United States military has the tools it needs. Many House Republicans claim the Biden administration is mistakenly prioritizing other nations first. South Carolina's Nancy Mace. Before anything else happens with Ukraine and U.S. funding for Ukraine, I want to know is what are we doing about the invasion and our national security at our southern border? Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. For today, a high wind warning and winter weather advisory continuing for Bozeman. A winter weather advisory goes into effect for Billings later this afternoon. For Bozeman, rain mixing with and changing over to snow 3 to 5 inches by the end of the day as temperatures fall from the 40s. And for Billings, rain developing into the afternoon, highs in the mid-50s. And that's a look at your real weather on Montana Talks. I'm weatherology meteorologist Michael Caro. From Randy Watson to Scobie, Montana, and the illegal immigrant invasion on our southern border. Boy, we had a little fun on Friday's show, but we covered the big, important, serious topics as well. What are we going to cover in the week ahead? Man, who knows? Man, stuff is just so crazy anymore. It's, it's like we talked about with Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee. Reality is crazier than the satire. Uh, Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. We'll be taking your phone calls and more. You can catch us every Monday through Friday, statewide, 9 to 10, right here. You can plan barbecues and weddings. You can plan to protect yourself from a natural disaster. Sign up for local alerts, prepare an emergency kit, and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, it uh, I'm assuming that that all of these uh, news outlets whether the left leaning, right leaning, whatever, that they still use something called the AP standards or the AP style guide. The Associated Press has no standards anymore. That's very clear. Uh and and so I I it's very obvious we need to come up with an alternative style guide. I refuse to use the AP style guide when I'm writing on our, our Montana Talks website, for example. It's an absolute joke. The, the Associated Press, you might recall, they're the ones who start using language as a cultural weapon. They're the ones who will say, oh, no, 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 we're not going to refer to them as illegal aliens anymore. We're going to refer to them as... You know, things like undocumented citizens are now migrants. Oh, no, no, no. If, if he identifies as a she, we're not going to report facts anymore as, as news outlets. No, we're going to call him or her, et cetera. This, you see this time and time again. This one, you can't even laugh at this latest uh, woke update here regarding the Associated Press because it's just it's disgusting. It, it is so despicable, it is so disgusting, and it shows just how partisan they are, the people that are running the Associated Press all across the country right now. This is just shameful. So the Associated Press uh, put out this, this headline uh, via X, uh, you know, Twitter over the weekend. The killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes okay so first off now the associated press knows what a woman is i guess
because they can focus on a concern that would particularly apply to a woman runner compared to a male runner. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden now, now the LGBT blah, blah, blah goes out the window because now they know what a woman is all of a sudden. But but here's the deal. The 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 woman out on the run that they're talking about was a young college student. She was murdered by an illegal alien. Lakin Riley, the 22-year-old Augusta University nursing student, allegedly killed by an illegal alien, released into the United States as the latest American woman to fall victim to the federal government's inability to force immigration law. On February 22nd, Riley went for a morning jog. This is from Breitbart News. On February 22nd, Riley went for a morning jog along the University of Georgia's campus in Athens, where she had transferred from in in 2023. When she did not return, her roommate called the police who started a search for Riley. And so here's the Associated Press turning in a story about an illegal alien who had already had several run-ins with the law. Aside from the fact that he, he came into this country illegally, they, they take a story about an illegal alien uh, murdering a young college student and they turn it into just a just another, oh, female, female athletes going out for a run. Very dangerous. Unbelievable. Matt, or Mary Catherine Hamm uh, said this. She's a conservative commentator. She says, hi, female athlete here. I ran this exact trail every single week of my college career. I guess I could have been snuffed out before I graduated, had a career, family. And the professionals at the Associated Press would lie about the suspect because it fits a preferred narrative. Ibarra is not merely an Athens resident. And Lake and Riley and every other student was put in danger by not enforcing laws and allowing a man arrested three times after crossing the border to hang out and work on campus. He had to escalate to alleged murder, murder to be held and or risk deportation. The story even cites the 2018 murder of Molly Tibbetts in Iowa as a reason solo female runners should be worried. Also, without noting that her killer was an illegal immigrant. Just stop lying. Uh, That's what Mary Catherine Hamm had to say to the Associated Press here. Ian Miller uh, added this. It really is jaw-dropping how hard the media will work to avoid mentioning any aspect of a story that makes their political party or their progressive ideology uh, look bad. Now, uh, FoxNews.com uh, has has a roll-up uh, of uh, all of those tweets that I just mentioned uh, right there, uh, and the Daily Caller uh, has a story as well. AP brutally roasted online after bending backwards to avoid linking students' death to illegal uh, alien. Their headline says migrant, but again, that that term migrant is the term that the Associated Press and all these other fake news outlets are trying to force everybody to use. Stop with this migrant nonsense. Stop stop trying to water down the invasion that is taking place in this country right now. Uh, Guy Benson over the weekend on Fox News. Uh, let's see. Is this the... I think it's Guy Benson here first. Hopefully I queued up the right clip for you. Failure after failure after failure at every level of government, but starting at the very top and starting down at the border where Alexis just was. And Katie, I want to start with you on this. As you might be able to tell, I'm still very angry about this. 
And I've had some people pushing back on social media saying, well, uh, this is not representative of all immigrants or illegal immigrants, and they're not disproportionately guilty of crimes or more violent than any other part of the population. Fine. That's not the point here. The point is this girl should be alive, and there's no excuse for the parade of failures that I just outlined that absolutely contributed to this heinous crime. No, they, they allow illegal immigrants in this country to break the law by coming in illegally. Then they gave this guy a bus pass to go to New York City, which was likely paid for by taxpayers through an NGO grant. He comes to New York, gets in trouble for injuring a child. Sanctuary City is let out of jail, is not prosecuted here. And then he goes to Georgia, and now there's a young woman dead. And all of the media that I've been reading, the Associated Press, for example, uh, the, the, the local Atlanta paper, are just taking the fact that he was illegally in the country out of the storyline. Yeah, all right, there you go, Katie Pavlich. Uh, the Guy Benson intro, I'll try to share that with you next. This is the Montana Economic Minute. When you buy something, you want to know what it costs. If you accept a job, you want to know what it pays. Those are just the most obvious examples of how information helps us make decisions. It's true at every level, from making decisions about you and your family to making decisions about the economy. But when it's the government making the decisions, some people think otherwise. Despite a 250-year-long tradition of gathering data and information on population and the economy and the federal government, some want to sharply curtail the government's ability to gather information. Budget cuts, restrictions on what can be gathered, or even mass resistance and non-compliance. While oversight of bureaucracies like census is certainly reasonable, the across-the-board pushback of information gathering out of privacy concerns is harder to understand. Anyone who's used a credit card, cell phone, or web browser has surrendered more personal information about themselves than any census taker ever obtained. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, producer profitability is on the minds of everyone these days, and that's why the Montana Stock Growers Association is hosting a slate of listening sessions that kick off this week throughout the entire spring to seek input and ideas from producers on areas where the American livestock industry can be strengthened. MSGA Executive Vice President Rayleigh Honeycutt says the listening sessions are part of the organization's Producer Profitability Initiative, a grassroots movement started and led by cattle producers who have a vision to help create a sustainable future for the U.S. livestock industry. Yeah, the Montana Stock Growers uh, Association has launched the Producer Profitability Initiative and will be holding listening sessions around the state, launching this week at Pays on, in Billings on uh, the 27th at 5 p.m. So we invite all, produce, all livestock producers. You do not need to be a member of the Montana Stock Growers Association to attend. And really what we want to do is talk and listen to folks about their ideas on how our industry can, you know, move into the future, what ideas we have, how we make our industry sustainable, and what can we do to make producers profitable. Now these listening sessions will be held in partnership with livestock markets throughout Montana and run from February through May. To check out the complete schedule, just visit the Montana Stock Growers Association's website. Stay with us. We'll have more ag news right after this. Come join us at the Stevenson Angus Spring Production Sale on Sunday, March 3rd. 
The offering includes 92-year-old bulls, 120-yearling bulls, and 13 registered heifer calves. Bulls designed to improve performance, carcass, and maternal function. For the first time ever, the sale will be conducted at our new location in White Sulphur Springs, Montana. The sale is in person or broadcast live via the Internet with CCI and Frontier Live Sale. Find us on Facebook or visit our website at stevensonangus.com. Wheat growers of the North, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. With regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9719 offering high yield potential balanced with protein content. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. Boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred Wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Well, the American Sheep Industry Association has released two new videos that demonstrate how the association's secure sheep and wool supply plan can be implemented at a lamb packing plant and a lamb feedlot. Now, Superior Farms and Harper Feeders both worked with the Colorado Department of Agriculture and Prevent Analytics to develop a plan for continuity of business in the face of a foot and mouth disease outbreak in the United States. If you'd like to watch the videos for yourself, visit us online at westerneggnetwork.com or check out our Facebook and YouTube pages. And finally this morning, hey, lawmakers have until this Friday to pass the first of their fiscal 2024 spending bills, including the measure needed to fund USDA and FDA, or they'll have to pass yet another stopgap spending measure to avert a partial shutdown of the government. Friday is also the Biden administration's self-imposed deadline for announcing a critical update of the GREET model that's used to measure the carbon intensity of biofuels. That's a look at your Daybreak Egg Report. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nemitz. Taking your calls live. 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Hey, uh, since we just got done with the farm and ranch report there, uh, thanks to our friend Russell Nimitz with the Western Egg Network, uh, I want to also say thank you to the Disney family in Libby, Montana. They sent me some messages over the weekend. Uh, One of the uh, uh, news updates they shared with me was this. It was actually a report from uh, Bernd Nelson, uh, an economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation. And and this is a story that, that we've uh, shared before. This is a story that our friends uh, Russell Nimitz and Lane Nordland have been closely uh, following and reporting on for us here, especially with a, a Montana-specific angle on it during their Western Ag Network reports. But uh, they sent me this full report here, U.S. cattle inventory smallest in 73 years. And I still need to give the full report a read. Obviously, I've heard, you know, the highlights uh, thanks to to Lane and Russell. But here was here was the specific line that's actually no. Did this come from? Actually, I think this one came from our friend Marco. Actually, yeah, it came from our friend Marco Manukian, who is with the Phillips County Livestock Association. We were we were quoting. Uh, Marco Manukian on Friday's show talking about the national debt and how the national debt interest payments alone on our national debt this year will exceed not only defense spending, but Medicare spending as well this year. 
This year, interest payments alone, we will be spending more on interest for our national debt than we will be for our national defense and for for Medicare spending. And so anyway, we shared that. And then uh, Marco shared this other uh, bit with me here. U.S. cattle inventory, smallest in 73 years. Here's what stood out to him. And he's a former MSU extension agent for Phillips County as well. Specifically, under the cattle on feed, uh, under cattle on feed calf production is the same as 1948. Putting things in perspective, cattle on feed calf production is the same as 1948. That's why when I saw some headline this morning where it was saying, oh, look, a few of these items in Montana grocery stores are going to start going down. And I saw beef was one of them. And I'm like, okay, this is coming from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Well, the Bureau of Labor Statistics has kind of... Biden has the BLS putting out all sorts of BS to make things look rosier than they actually are. Uh, I mean, that's why they revise all their jobs numbers. They'll come out with a jobs report one month. Oh, look at how great the jobs numbers are. And then what? On down the line, they'll be like, well, we had to revise those uh, jobs numbers. That's because they they put out the the phony. They put out the phony uh, fake news story, which gets the front page news, which gets all the headlines. And then. And then when the truth comes out, they're like, well, actually, we had to revise those numbers. Probably doesn't get covered. And if it does, it's on like page C12 or something like that, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Now, oh, I've got the Guy Benson audio. Thanks to our producer, Travis, for snagging that for us. He, What I want to share with you is he went through a rundown of this illegal alien in Georgia who's who's the suspect in the murder case of that of that college student there. He runs down the crimes of this illegal News. I'm Chris Foster. Supreme Court hears arguments today about social media restrictions. A law signed by Governor Abbott of Texas banned social media platforms from censoring someone based on a viewpoint or location. A law signed by Governor DeSantis of Florida banned social media companies from removing journalistic content or censoring a political candidate. Industry groups sued, calling it extraordinary government intervention that would be unthinkable for traditional media. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Republican National Committee Chair Ronna McDaniels resigning March 8th so Donald Trump can pick a party leader. He says billionaire donors suspending support for Nikki Haley after South Carolina got played for suckers. Despite the loss in her home state to former President Trump Saturday, Haley says she's not throwing the towel in. She traveled to Michigan, which is holding its primary on Tuesday. Haley vowing to stay in the race at least through Super Tuesday on March 5th. Fox's Sue Guzman. America's listening to Fox News. All right, I got three or four headlines in front of me from over the weekend. Let's see. <laughs> the Daily Interlake. Do you guys not do real news anymore? What what happened to when the Daily Interlake in Kalispell was a respectable publication? Look at this headline. Border security, a top issue for candidates, Republicans and Democrats alike. Oh, for Pete's sake, get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, did this reporter literally just show up? Here you go. I know you just graduated uh, the School of Journalism somewhere. I know you just took your first job. I know they're not paying you much. But here, all you have to do is take the the Democrat Party talking points and copy and paste them into your story here. What a joke. Uh, Oh, another one. Here we go. That's right, DJ Khaled. Another one. This is the I think this is an NBC Montana headline. Undocumented citizen, really? They're a citizen? Undocumented citizen in Montana faces felony charges 
a Mexican citizen who authorities say is in Montana illegally, is now behind bars. Uh, one of the charges includes accountability to attempted deliberate homicide. This is in Ravalli County, Montana. And then there was another, uh, should we say, related headline, or, or would they argue that it's an unrelated headline? I think we would argue it's a related headline. There was another headline here. I think this one also was from NBC Montana, if I'm not mistaken. Bozeman police see increase in downtown disturbances. Bozeman police see increase in downtown disturbances. Ah, oh, like, like what kind of disturbances? You mean like the illegal aliens who were accused of, of chasing down and stabbing people? After fighting at a bar in downtown Bozeman? You mean like those kinds of disturbances involving illegal aliens? All right, here's the Guy Benson report before we get to the break. Uh, talking about the illegal alien accused of murdering that college student in Georgia. All right, so I want to put something up on the screen that was sent to me by a Georgia lawmaker, a Republican named Houston Gaines. He had posted on social media about this atrocity. And he sent, this is not from New York, this is from Georgia. So follow me here. This alleged killer entered the country in 2022 illegally. Then in New York, the following year, he was arrested and released in New York. After that, he went down to Georgia where he was cited, and you can see it right there on the right side of your screen, cited for shoplifting. He was then supposed to show up for court on the left side of your screen, I believe that is. That is the bench warrant. That was then issued for his arrest because he was a no-show, of course, in court for the shoplifting in Georgia. So you've got an illegal border crossing. You've got criminal actions and arrests in New York released, flees the state, basically, goes to Georgia, commits shoplifting, then doesn't show up for his court date. There's a warrant out for his arrest. And then within a few months, allegedly, he killed this innocent young woman. Failure after failure after failure. All right, there you go. That was Guy Benson on Fox News on the, uh, the the big weekend show, I believe it was. But how many of you local law enforcement officers can identify with that story right there? How many times have you seen criminals that started at the lesser offenses and it grew to more? Hey, I'll tell you what, whether it's the woke update of the week with David Noble, who joins us every Thursday, whether it's Freedom Friday with George Blackard, or on Mondays, we have a back to business segment with Evelyn Pyburn. And then, of course, we take phone calls from all across the state, especially in our nine o'clock and eight o'clock hours of the show. If you miss one second of Montana Talks, if you miss a Freedom Friday, if you miss a woke update, well, don't worry. Download the Montana Talks app on your smartphone. All four hours of the show every day right there. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's see. Where do we go next? What do we talk about next? Well, you tell us. Send us a message on our Montana Talks app, or you can call in right now as well. 406-294-0970. I've got a whole laundry list of stuff that we could talk about here. But always, always nice to hear what you want to talk about here on Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. Uh, speaking of uh, the illegal aliens and our wide open southern border and the invasion taking place, Tom in Billings sent us a message. Yeah, this must have come in Friday night. Any arrest of illegal aliens for anything criminal against an American citizen must include charges against Joe Biden for aiding and abetting. 
any death caused by fentanyl needs to have Joe Biden's name added to the cause of death box. Uh, that was from uh, Tom in Billings. Tom, thanks for that message. Uh, let's see. Um, since we're talking, since we've been talking about the invasion on our southern border, illegal alien uh, crimes and much more. Uh, This caught my eye earlier this morning. I saw that uh, Sheriff Leo Dutton must have been over the weekend, was on Fox and Friends over the weekend. This is a Lewis and Clark County Sheriff uh, Leo Dutton. It was it was him along with three other sheriffs uh, talking about the the rise in crime uh, that that uh, is going simultaneously with the uh, southern border invasion. Well, one of the things we try to do is get them uh, get, work with Border Patrol and have an idea that we got to talk to our citizens. I represent probably 72,000 citizens here in Lewis and Clark County, and I must partner with other sheriffs to make sure that whatever these failed policies are not going to impact the, the lives and the peace and security of the, the citizens of Montana. We're having a problem with it. Fentanyl and indentured servitude, those kind of things, it's real. Every state now becomes a border state. All right. Uh, that was Sheriff Leo Dutton, Lewis and Clark County on Fox and Friends over the weekend. Did you see uh, former Secretary of State and former CIA Director Mike Pompeo? He was on Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo and a lengthy segment talking not only about the national security uh, dangers uh, taking place because of our, our southern border, but specifically what he had to say about the surge of Chinese nationals of illegal aliens coming across the southern border from China in particular. Here's just a very quick soundbite that I think sums it up. Uh, The Chinese Communist Party has total control of who leaves their country. Anybody who came here from China uh, would have have a hard time escaping Chinese Communist Party. They went with Chinese Communist Party's permission. And so some number of these individuals, I think we're now in the tens of thousands who have come across in just the last handful of months, some of them are here doing the work of the Chinese Communist Party. This will come back to haunt us in the years ahead. You can write it down. All right. And that's just who's coming across from China, let alone 120 uh, plus other countries that illegal aliens are flooding into this country from. Uh, but, but yeah, back to some of the headlines that I shared just before the 635 break there. Here, so here you have a couple of headlines from over the weekend. Undocumented citizen in Montana faces felony charges. Well, so this is uh, not an undocumented citizen. This is a Mexican citizen who is in Montana illegally. So this is somebody who is illegally in this country. They're not undocumented. They're documented. We know what their documentation is. He's a citizen of Mexico. He's not undocumented. If he was undocumented, it'd be like something out of a... Out of a Jason Statham, you know, spy movie or something. Wow, we pulled the guy's fingerprints and and we did facial recognition. And we don't know who this guy is. He doesn't exist according to according to all of our databases. Like it would be something out of a spy movie, right? That they figured out a way to get this guy to disappear off the face of the earth. That's who would be undocumented. Yeah, we don't know who this guy is. Man, we got this guy in our jail. Fingerprints, nothing. DNA, nothing. Uh, so biometrics from his eyes, nothing. Man, 
your analysis, nothing. Well, might have peed hot with fentanyl or something like that if he's coming from the Mexican drug. Anyway, that would be an undocumented citizen. Actually, but then you can't call him a citizen because if he's undocumented, he's not a citizen. Because if you're going to say, well, they're, they're an undocumented citizen, well, well, citizen of where? Citizen of which country? Well, he's a citizen of Mexico. Well, why are you calling him an undocumented citizen? If you know he's from Mexico, he's documented. He's a documented Mexican citizen. But yet, this is, is what passes for journalism when you have an NBC Montana headline. Now, their excuse is going to be that they're using, well, we're using the AP style guide. Well, stop using the AP style guide. The AP is a joke. That's like having the, the, the DNC. Well, we're using the DNC style guide. That's what the Associated Press style guide is. It's a joke. Undocumented citizen. It says in your report, he's a Mexican citizen who authorities say is in Montana illegally. Why are you calling him an undocumented citizen, NBC Montana? He's documented. He's a, okay, I, I'll go on and on. Then there was a, uh, another headline here. Um, there was another hit, headline here. Uh, this one out of Bozeman. I think, was this one NBC Montana as well? Uh, either way. Uh Bozeman police see increase in downtown disturbances. Oh, do tell more. Oh, do tell more. I, I love the way every story that is a story about illegal aliens, they have to twist it into a, into a, they have to figure out some way to make it not a story about illegal aliens. What's with all the wrong way drivers on the interstate? Oh, no. That's, there's so many more of them recently. Oh, do tell. We just had two illegal aliens in two separate incidences doing a wrong way driving. Now, you may say, oh, Aaron, that's just two. Uh, yeah, but when it comes to wrong way driving on the interstate, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's that's a big number, uh, right? In one area, in Bozeman alone, not, not even statewide. What's with all the wrong way drivers? Uh, please do not include references to illegal aliens in, in your news store. If you're gonna do What's with the increase in downtown disturbances in Bozeman? It's got to be college kids. We've always had college kids. Was it after a rodeo? We've always had rodeos. What's with the increase in downtown disturbances? Uh, according to the AP Style Guide, you are not supposed to reference illegal aliens stabbing people in downtown Bozeman in your what's with the increase in downtown disturbances story. You know what I'm saying here? So, like, like we, we can talk about, the, and we need to, we will talk more about this story, this tragic story out of Georgia where this young college uh, girl was murdered, uh, allegedly, by this illegal alien who had already committed several other crimes. But look at the way the Associated Press does backflips to prevent this story from being a story about illegal immigration. But again, it's not just the National Associated Press. The AP is the style guide for all of these so-called journalists all across America. So, so when the AP doesn't want to make a story about a, a young woman murdered by illegal aliens, a story about illegal immigration, you th when any other news outlet does a story about whether it's wrong-way drivers or downtown disturbances in Bozeman, they will do backflips to make sure it is not a story about illegal immigration. And then you can look at a Daily Interlake report and the gaslighting that they're trying to pull 
With this headline, border security a top issue for candidates, Republicans and Democrats alike. Oh, get out of here. Look at this. Look at the way they will do backflips to avoid the illegal immigration discussion, to avoid reporting illegal immigration news. Did the Daily Interlake, by the way, ever report the fact that the stabbing suspects in Kyla, Montana, were illegal aliens? They reported on the incident. Did they ever do a follow-up? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Uh, but then, but then look at simultaneously how they do backflips to make it look like the Democrats, like liberal Senator John Tester, who is responsible for this invasion on our southern border. Look at the way they do backflips to make it look like he actually cares about border security. Absolutely pathetic. Absolutely pathetic all around. My goodness. Now, now look, if the reporters that are reporting on some of these stories are new reporters, I get it, right? Like, that's what happens in journalism. Hey, you get out of college, you take your first job, you, you, they force you to come to places like Montana. Most of us choose to be here in Montana and uh, don't want to uh, climb up the, the news ladder to move to other places. It's like, yeah, you guys can have Seattle, you can have De Denver. Man, I don't want that uh, morning commute. But... But shouldn't these editors and publishers and news directors and others, shouldn't they be saying, hey, guys, uh, isn't this a story about illegal immigrants? Uh, hey, guys. No, because, see, far too often, not all, there's, there's some good ones out there, but far too often these folks are in these positions to push the left-wing social agenda. They are there to help Democrats like John Tester. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minutes. Here's the history of Joe Biden. He's one of these people that he's describing. He didn't serve with them. He partnered with them. He partnered with the former Klansmen. And between the two of them, they tried to stop the integration of public schools in America. And for any Republican running for office that came out, what do you think the reaction from the mob, the media would ever be? The only one that brought it up in 2020, besides me, and maybe a few others, uh, was, uh, of all people, Kamala Harris in a debate and said, I was that, that girl. I was that person. He didn't want integration of public schools. He said his words. He didn't want them to become racial jungles. Wow. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Hey, you can give your home a new look this year with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, you save 40% off site-wide. Now, you can choose from Roman and woven wood shades and shutters. My favorite, they're motorized options and much, much more. It's all 100% online. The better way to shop. No pushy commission salespeople in your home. Blinds.com, they make it simple, simple, easy, easy. Anyway, you can do the measuring, the installation yourself, or you can let Blinds.com handle all of it for you. No matter how many window coverings or window treatments you have, you only pay one low installation cost, whether it's one or 50. How cool is that? And forget about going through a long, boring, monotonous in-home consultation just to get a quote. Blinds.com also gives you free shipping and the best part, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. What does that mean? If you're not happy, they will make it right. Anyway, shop Blinds.com right now. Save 40% off site-wide, 40% off for limited time at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Apply. 
This is Poll Paris with Fox News Director of Polling, Dana Blanton. Our battleground series continues. This week, North Carolina is our focus. It's a state that favored Barack Obama by less than half a point in 2012, but since then has narrowly gone for the Republican presidential candidate, including Donald Trump's 2020 victory over Joe Biden by just over one point. Our Fox News survey of North Carolina voters shows if choosing now, they prefer Trump over Biden by five points. While that's still within the margin of error, it's notable that Trump is getting the same support as he got in the 2020 election, 50%. Yet Biden is trailing his 2020 number by about four points. That's mainly because Biden is receiving lower support among notable Democratic constituencies, such as black voters and those under age 30. Also, 10% of those backing Biden in 2020 now say they would pick Trump or just not vote in November. That's an early read on the Tar Heel State. I'm Dana Blanton. That's your Paul Purry. Will you owe income tax on the sale of your home? I'm Ginny Cosola with your Fox Business Tax Tip. Coming up. The Will Kane Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Kane as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Whether you will owe tax when you sell your home depends on how much the home's value has appreciated and if it's your primary residence. CPA Stephen Zellin of Zellin and Associates says there are IRS rules. If you lived in it two out of the last five years, you can exclude up to $250,000 if you're single or $500,000 if you're married filing jointly. Zellin says if you sell your house early in the year, Ginny Kosola, Fox News. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, so what's the obvious answer? Well, it seems to be the obvious answer. What, what seems to be the obvious answer when you get these illegal aliens from countries like Venezuela committing these crimes? Deport them. Okay, uh, maybe maybe if you did that on the lesser offenses, but then Joe Biden and John Tester are just going to allow them to break into this country again anyway. Uh, no, what we need to do is lock them up. Now, in theory, we we lock them up somewhere else, but... That's the challenge, of course, right? Is like, okay, let's deport them. Okay, well, then they just sneak into the country again under Joe Biden and John Tester's uh, open borders. But then what if you try to deport them? Here, Here's the story. Uh, Kendall and Laurel uh, nails it. Uh, we just got a message on our Montana Talks app and a very timely message because I, I had this story from foxnews.com printed up in my stack of stuff here. Uh, this is the message from Kendall. Venezuela, just like China... Won't take them back. Great job, Joe and Kamala, who on their debate stage said they are for open borders. No, she's exactly right. Venezuela will not take them back. Uh, here's the story here. Uh, here's the story. Venezuelan migrants linked to more crimes in the U.S., but Maduro shuts the door on all deportations. So have you noticed... Uh, the socialist dictator in Venezuela 
has opened up the prisons, has released the prisoners, has released people from uh, mental uh, uh, from mental facilities and sent them north to America. And then if we want to deport them, he won't take them back. Huh. It's almost as if Maduro planned it. It's almost as if Maduro uh, was was this was part of his strategy all along. But, yeah, a wave of violent crimes being carried carried out across America has been linked to Venezuelan migrants. Hmm. Aren't some of the refugees that they're trying to dump into Billings, Montana, as so-called refugees coming from Venezuela? Uh, let's see. So you've got the illegal immigrant from Venezuela uh, charged uh, with in connection with the violent murder of the Georgia new nursing student, Lake and Riley. In New York City, the NYPD has got their hands full with the Venezuelan gang known as Tren de Aragua. Remember uh, in Chicago, remember when um, the four migrants were arrested for robbing and beating a man? On basically their version of a subway train in Chicago. Yeah, they were all four from Venezuela. Then you had a separate New York City case where a 15-year-old Venezuelan migrant was arrested for shooting at cops as he fled a sports uh, clothing store in Times Square. And and there's more and more examples of these uh, all across the country. But, but yeah, but Venezuela said, no, 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 we won't take them back. Of course they won't take them back. They're sending their criminals... To America. They didn't send them to America because they want to help us out. They didn't send them to America because they care about us, because they care about these people. They're sending their worst to America. And and it's obvious in the headlines that you're reading right now. I'm not saying that every single one of these people are bad. But look at case after case after case. Joe Biden and John Tester are allowing this invasion to take place. They are emboldening America's enemies. They are allowing America's enemies to to run this country right now and to run this country into the ground. Absolutely crazy what is going on here. And and yet you still have Democrats still defend. You still have liberal media still defending John Tester, still defending Joe Biden. All right. uh, Let's see. What did uh, Gavin Newsom have to say about Joe Biden? Man, this guy, Gavin Newsom, you know. He may not be the commander-in-chief, but I think he deserves the title, the suck-up-in-chief. Did you see this guy flacking for, for Joe Biden on NBC's Meet the Press over the weekend? Wait till you hear this. 